with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What a show, what a show, what a show, what a show. Whew, you going to give it a try? One. What? You know. Oh. Mm. Apples or? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pre-show. Oh, the pre-show. The pre-show post-show podcast. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I, exactly. Except I think it's reverse. It's the post-show pre-show. Okay. I almost <laughs> got it. Uh, apples. Apples, apples. Yes. Uh, Matt came in this morning, uh, fired up at like just after five o'clock and, you know, everybody's just kind of trying to wake up and he's all fired up about apples. And I'm like, I, I had no idea there was this kind of passion about anything, let alone apples. Uh, I won't spoil what happened, yeah. but we got into it, and I have some very strong opinions on apples. First off, Red Delicious apples are hot garbage. Okay, you just ruined it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, there's a reason why we're talking about it okay. and what happened in the Red Delicious got apple. Got it. There's so much more. There is so yeah. much more. Uh, what else did we talk about? I like talking about kids in restaurants. That oh, was interesting. Right, People right. got heated about that. They got fired up about that as well. Can you imagine kids eating in restaurants after 8 o'clock and eating nothing but uh, Red Delicious apples? That Whoa. would be hot garbage. Whoa. For sure, and feel uh, bad for those poor children. <laughs> it's healthy. Uh, enjoy the show. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A few showers ending later this morning, but then we're expecting clouds and still a chance of rain throughout the day, a high of 17. The Edmonton Police Service is investigating the suspicious death of a man in northeast Edmonton. He was found in distress in a green space near 32nd Street and 116th Ave early yesterday morning. He died shortly after they got there. An autopsy is scheduled for today. Well, we heard the news yesterday that a man crashed his homemade helicopter. Yes, that is a thing. You can order it online. Now, and talking to him, he says it cost about 50 grand and he's hoping to repair it and perhaps fly it again. Now, in this case, it's interesting that you can order it at home, but there are a lot of things that people have tried to make at home instead of going to the store. Hmm. Some things stand out, according to a website, include a guy in Oklahoma City that built his very own roller coaster in his backyard. <laughs> Would you ride it? That's so cool. No. He built it for his kids. Yeah. And it's legit. I've yeah. seen it. It's yeah. actually pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> Another guy made his own homemade jet ski with an oil barrel and a garden pump. <laughs> We're going to be chatting about the things you made at home later in the hour. Awesome. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. All right. That's fun. Yeah. I don't Now, I think on Twitter, they, they said maybe he's hesitant to get back in his helicopter <laughs> after his ho- home-built helicopter crashed. Hesitant. Uh, no kidding. Uh, yeah, like I said, we talked about it yesterday. If I, if I fly my home-built helicopter like I fly my drone, it wouldn't be very good. Like it, it never lands properly, right? R.I.P. So, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> hey, here's the deal. Uh, Greg Reynolds uh, from the Afternoon Drive is going to be uh, popping in the studio in the next few moments because something interesting happened at Matt's baby shower and it involved Greg and uh, it'll all make sense in moments. Oh, Greg, you can't <laughs> take that guy anywhere. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, Matt. Oh, and Greg Reynolds from the Drive Home Show. Hey, Greg. Why am I here? Um, <laughs> You're about to find out. Also, hello. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call those things? Interventions? Yes. We are all here t- to read a letter to you and tell you that we love you. <laughs> oh, l- let me start with the tale. It's about 8.30 and I get a text from Greg Reynolds saying, is other people bringing alcohol to this thing? Baby yeah, shower. Yeah, AM or PM. Baby <laughs> shower. My baby shower. And yeah. like, yeah, like it's my friends. We all like to partake a little bit. Sure. So I was like, yes, everybody's going to be drinking. Your so mom's no there. She's like, she Ooh. loves her wine. Yeah. She had a few glasses. Yeah. But there's one guy, the Connor McDavid of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I stayed till about 6.30 and we played this beer dice game, which I was terrible at and blah, blah, blah. But Greg was hammering me on this and he was starting to have a lot of fun. And I thought when we got in our vehicle, I thought Greg's not ready for that party to wind down. And I felt like that party was winding down. I don't let parties die. Here's the thing. Don't invite me to a baby shower. That's your own fault. <laughs> you were great. I'm not complaining. <laughs> you used the word intervention. You, I complaint. did not. I did not. You were complaining before he got in the yeah, room. Yeah, you no, were kind of complaining. You, you Just really... on when he left. That's yeah. the only time. I think the problem was when we were playing dice hockey, Greg decided it's going to be Jameson hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was, it was my first baby shower. I thought that you should bring a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. yeah. As one does. As one does. Baby gift. And whiskey. then drink the whole thing yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, you could have left some for the baby and teething. Come on. <laughs> so by the time uh, Insta Story show it, Greg, of course, his tarps off, no shirt at the baby shower. And it's just like. Uh, I wasn't the only one, though. No. Your oh. teammate had his tarp off. Yeah. All right. Well. And that was like kind of for the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, your sound was very impressed. <laughs> she, she was not thrilled. He got with confused. Me. He thought it was a bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> Honest mistake. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We just finished talking to uh, Greg Reynolds from the Drive Home Show about the fact that he came to uh, the baby shower, which was cool. You invited the guys as well. Yeah, which that's I, neat. You know what? I appreciated that too because my my wife, uh, she not that she would have known that many people there, but for both of us to come, it was just it was really a lot of fun. I never had any intention of getting cranked when I was there, however, but uh, Greg did. He walked in with a bottle in his hand, and uh, you know, shortly after that, he. I think to his credit, it's maybe yeah. a little bit of an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Not a lot of guys. Not it, a lot of guys are used to going to baby showers, and yeah. a guy that doesn't have kids. Yeah, it's different. None of my friends have kids. He was he was re- geared up all week. Yeah, he's like, so what's happening at the baby shower? <laughs> are we getting after it? <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure some people will be partaking. So uh, anyway, so uh, that's that's what happened. So uh, we're wondering this morning, uh, when's the most? Uh, where's the most inappropriate place that you've ever uh, you know drank too much? A place that's not typically a place that you do it. Um, you know, when I was a kid uh, growing up in Thorsby, uh, it was kind of tradition for uh, it, all of the the men to usually go from business to business on Christmas Eve and kind of all afternoon kind of uh, you know visit and, uh, and enjoy. Christmas uh, celebrations and stuff like That's that. That's fun. And then that Christmas night, Christmas brandy. Then that night, they would usually all have to go because their wives would take them to a Christmas Eve church services. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Oh, I've got so many stories about some of the things I saw. One of the fellows actually, uh, his wife was playing the piano at church, right? And uh, that was her job. And he came in a little bit later than her because he'd been out doing his thing. And so, uh, halfway through the service, he just kind of staggered up and sat beside her on the Bitch, she was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. Oh, she didn't think it was, but that's okay. Well, she couldn't stop to smack him because she's in mid song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, she's playing Jesus Aww. Christ is risen to uh, or born or whatever. What are the songs? Yeah, you can't really <laughs> silent memorable. night. Flip the page, smack him in the head, keep playing. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, so that was kind of it. Um, Jack, what about you? Anything to stand out for I'd you? I'd have to say a one year old's birthday party. Yeah. I, this, so my friend Pam, this was the very first time I had ever experienced this, and I think that's why I kind of understand. Greg's situation is because I didn't have kids at the time. This was about eight, nine years ago and it was her son's birthday and this was the very first kid's birthday party where they were serving alcohol and I was like, this is the best idea 
ever. Right. But I thought it was too good of an idea. Yeah. Like how bad were you? Googly-eyed. I oh, bet. yeah. Googly-eyed for sure. But yeah. I had the best time, yeah. let me tell you. But were you planning the entire week to do this or it just kind of no. happened? See, that's the <laughs> see, difference between you and Greg. Yes, I was surprised to see the alcohol. <laughs> I didn't bring it. Did All they right. have a cake smash for you too? <laughs> yeah. All right. And Matt, you've just had a, a number of these occasions. What are you talking about? Well, that's kind of what you said off air. Did, uh, well... <laughs> That's what the laser led us. All right. Oh, I don't, like the weird. Like if you think about it, this is on air, Matt. <laughs> being drunk on a uh, airplane is weird. Yeah, because you're like awesome. flying in a tube <laughs> in the sky. Yeah, and, and every drink wasted. on air is equal to three on land. <laughs> right? Yeah. Go so much further. I don't know. I've been pretty drunk at a Tom Thumb hockey game before. All right. Well, and uh, we were saying that there. Uh, my tradi- my my kind of experience with hockey was there was always that one. A drunk dad at hockey. Thermos dad. Minor mm-hmm. hockey, exactly. It was like in between periods. Where is he going? Oh, he's going out to his vehicle. And, uh, but yeah, that, that is, that happens too. 780-421-1039. Text us at 103939. Uh, wins the, and where's the most inappropriate place that you've actually had too much to drink? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Greg Reynolds from a drive home show uh, showed up at uh, Matt's baby shower. Well, he was, he was good when he got there, and then things great. got cranked up, and by the end, you guys basically had to physically restrain him and get him out, so <laughs> it was good. It was a real process for his <laughs> wife to get him out of there. Yeah, yeah, that's been known he to happen. He was just really excited for you and the baby. <laughs> and I appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Troy, you got a story about uh, being drunk at the Not a Typical Place? Well, a long time ago when I first met my wife, she used to drag me to a little place, and I didn't think I would like to go, and it was bingo. Okay. (laughs) So I would mix up about three or four good diff drinks in a few water bottles, and I would take it with me, and about halfway through the game, I thought bingo was the best game in the world. (laughs) Yes. You got your own little troll doll play going on. Genius. Well, it was more like whiskey bottle play. And, And Troy, you were probably that really annoying guy that kept yelling bingo even though you didn't have it. And then try and maybe in the lady next to me. <laughs> Tarps yeah. off bingo. Here comes the satellite, bud. Did the whiskey bring you luck? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But this homemade helicopter, home built, it wasn't homemade. It was yes. home built. It arrived in pieces, and then this fella put it together. It cost about fifty grand, right? Yes, his name was Daniel Jacobs. Yeah, and so then he put this thing together, and then he was practicing, ironically practicing a crash landing, and then he crashed. Mm-hmm. I understand. Uh, and so Have you he, seen the helicopter? It's pretty legit. Yeah, it's mangled. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not in great shape now, but no. it looks like it might have been hard to put together. Yeah, well, that's my thing. Like, I can't put anything together. Like, I, I would be very frightened to put together a helicopter that you had to fly in the air with. But uh, anyway, he sounds like he's pretty hesitant to maybe fly it again. We'll we'll see where that goes. But uh, Jack mentioned it in the six o'clock uh, trending about uh, things that are home made or home built, and and uh, you know, there's got to be people out there uh, that uh, my my father was extremely creative, so he mm-hmm. was always building something with the welder. Never used the welding goggles. He would usually... <laughs> <laughs> Who needs those? That's a pretty got, strong weld if you can't see it. That's where I got my safety skills from with my father. <laughs> he used to weld without... He just kind of... Oh, yeah, there's the arc, and then he'd close his eyes and just kind of do his thing. But anyway, uh, he used to build and, and all sorts of things on the farm. It was, uh, you know, I don't have any of that in me, but uh, you know, we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. And there's people all over the world that are making things. Of course, in the news, we did mention the guy in Oklahoma that made his home 
homemade roller coaster for his kids. Yes. There is another guy in China that made a homemade dialysis machine. Apparently, his savings ran out after six years, so he couldn't afford to get dialysis anymore. So he made one at home, and he lived for 13 years. Wow. He could have lived for 50. <laughs> but, but anyway. It's incredible. Yeah. There's lots of things. There was a guy in Russia who wanted a Rolls Royce, and uh, he realized it was like $500,000 car, so he just kind of homemade, built one, and you see the pictures of it, and it looked pretty darn legit. Now with this new 3D printing, I mean, people are going to be oh, able yeah. to build all sorts of stuff. You do whatever you like, really. Yeah, girlfriend, whatever you want. I Yikes. Mean, They've had fake girlfriends, homemade girlfriends for a long time. <laughs> but now they're better than ever. <laughs> oh, so lifelike. Seven eight zero four two one one three nine or text us at one zero three nine three nine. What is your uh, claim to fame when it comes to building something at home? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, the uh, home built helicopter. I just, I just love saying home built helicopter. I don't know why. It's, this is neat. Uh, helicopters, and again, I mean, just they're just. They're, they're more challenging to fly because at least with an airplane, if something goes wrong, you can glide for a while. But when a helicopter stops Ooh, rotating, it's like done. straight down you come, right? To be fair, he, yeah. this is like a prepackaged helicopter right. you had to slap together. Yeah, you just, So all the like important engineering stuff was done by yeah, somebody else. They give you three Allen wrenches and a bunch of screws and you just <laughs> put the them guy all a in. little credit. <laughs> <laughs> Which guy? The guy that built it. Yeah. I'm giving him lots of credit. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. he put that thing together. Yeah. It's tough. It's not like a... A floor f- it's from no Ikea. Lego. Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. But we're looking for your home-built, homemade uh, items. Uh, there's a lot of creative people out there. Yeah, this person from Red Deer says, I build all of our furniture wherever we move. Kitchen table chairs, dressers, coffee tables. My mom's a journeyman fine woodworker, so I grew up around the wood shop building with lumber. Hmm. You are handy. We yeah, need you. A couple you. of pieces of plywood, a couple of two-by-fours, boom, you got a table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. To be fair. <laughs> all right, Rob, what about you? My favorite thing I made is uh, a smoker. How? It's uh, basically out of an old fridge. Does it work? So it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's better than the Bradley uh, ones you buy. Hmm. So all you do is you can uh, you hook uh, two hot plates down below, and I weld it up a half-inch plate top of it, and then you uh, it has all the racks and everything else, and I just built some more racks to aim the... Uh, and the uh, sausage and uh, pepperoni up. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's the explosion risk? <laughs> uh, zero. Oh, oh. Right, I like that. Right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we've got some light rain in the city, a high of about 18 degrees a little bit later on. Okay, the story at the, in, during Trending Jack was basically a restaurant. Was Germany? Is that yes. What it was? In Germany, they have changed their policy that they're saying no kids under the age of 14 after 5 o'clock. And they have seen a surge in their reservations. Right. All right. So uh, uh, we're looking for your take on it this morning. Do you think that's uh, that's a good idea, bad idea? What are people saying at 103.939? Lots of different opinions. This person says, I took my kids everywhere. I tell them it's because they were too ugly to kiss goodbye. Bam. Another texter says, uh, no, we have four kids, seven, five, three, and a baby, and we are going out as a family. Judge away. My family is inseparable and will continue that way. Want no kids? Go to a pub. Okay. Sorry, not sorry. Them's the breaks. I agree with that. Yeah. You want an adult experience? Go to an adult-only place. Mm. 
I guess there are if adults you're going only Olive pups, Garden yeah. and there's a family of 38 and 30 of them are kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's your old fault. Yeah, I just, you know what? And again, I don't know. When we were younger, we, we, we brought our kids mostly everywhere we went. Um, now that I'm older, I just, when I look over and there's a, like, there's a little person there, it just like, I just, it, it, it entertains me. Uh, so, I, you know, that's kind of my take. What a, I don't know. <laughs> oh, look, a toddler. Oh, honestly. Just, <laughs> it entertains me. It literally does. I'm just like, oh man, I could just watch that little person. It just bring, brings back the great memories. Uh, Anita, uh, what's your take? It's 780-421-1039. Hi, it's not a kid issue. It's a parenting issue. There it is. Because some parents should never, ever bring their children to any restaurant, no matter what time of day. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, seriously, I brought my daughter, she was two, two and a half, to a restaurant, very upscale. Um, there were some businessmen having a lunch there. Right. right. They bought us lunch because they could not believe how well behaved she was. Right. Wow. What a racket you're running. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> so there are some children and you gotta judge your child. What kind of yeah. mindset are they in when you take them out? All right, what's your take? Seven eight zero four two one one oh three nine. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about restaurants and uh, some of them that don't allow kids in a little bit later in the night. Yes, this texter says, parents just need to get their kids under control. Please know your kids are cute to you and you only. <laughs> Another person says, uh, depending on the day, I might bring my terror-inflicting toddlers. The next day, I won't. Let restaurants have the option. Ultimately, patrons will choose where they want to go. Yeah. So you're saying that the hostess... Her new job or his new no. job? He said, mm, that kid's a monster. Get him out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can't come in here. All right. 780-421-1039. Brittany, what do you think? No, I agree, actually, with the last lady that called. It's not a children's issue. It's a parenting issue. Okay. But at the same time, I have a six-year-old. I take her everywhere with me. We go out to dinner to the keg on a regular basis. She comes with us. But she's well-behaved and quiet. She just sits there. She colors. She's happy with her steak. And that's that. But at the same time, if I go to a restaurant like that, I don't want to listen to somebody else's kids scream and holler and throw mm-hmm. things around. So I think if your kid is well-behaved and quiet, sure. Also, I think that they could have the rule maybe for 7 p.m. so that people who work until 5 can still go out with their kids. Right. But right. Well, and that, uh, you know, <laughs> asking parents to judge if their kids are behaved or not, that's a matter of uh, interpretation, too, right? Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> like, you know, but they, they're behaved. Like, they didn't try to kill each other tonight. Like yeah. That, you know what we're, you know what I'm saying? And, and you sitting there at the other table going, why won't they discipline these children? You well, know. exactly. I mean, if, well, I've, like I said, I've taken my daughter out since she was a baby, so she yeah. knows how to behave right. in that type of setting. right. But if she didn't and she was disturbing other people, then obviously it's on me and my family to get up and leave. Yeah. It's not other yeah. people's experience if they're out for dinner. Yeah. shouldn't be ruined because my child can't behave themselves. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Restaurant in Germany is uh, not allowing children after 8 o'clock at night, and uh, there's a lot of people that seem to be really into it. The question is, are you into it at 103.939? This is an interesting text. Most restaurants do have a lounge anyway, so if you want a kid-free zone and instead deal with VLT Kenny, it's on you. There you go. But Kenny's pretty entertaining, though. <laughs> For five minutes. Only when he's winning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dave, what's your take? The thing you have on the radio about uh, the kids going to restaurants. Yeah. What's yeah. Your take? I've got five boys of my own. They were growing up. They're all adults now. I have ten grandchildren. I take them to restaurants, and they 
they enjoy the, I take them at Christmas time usually, and uh, they just enjoy being um, dressed up. And they, they're like angels. They are, eh? Aww. Yeah, they make faces, but yeah, yeah. they're all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grandpa always says his kids are angels. Did they order those when we were kids? I'm trying to remember what that drink was, the non-alcoholic expensive drink. Shirley, Shirley Temple. Temple. Shirley yes. Temple. Shirley Temple's? No, no, they're more into... Um, Ryan Cokes. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Keith Urban ch- tickets, that is, and your chance to uh, win them coming up in moments. But boy, oh boy, um, lots of people got input and uh, comments on this. Restaurants not allowing kids after 8 o'clock at night. This sounds like a parent here. This person says, uh, yes, if you don't let your kids eat out, they won't learn how to behave in a restaurant. However, yes, it's parenting, but toddlers are unpredictable if parents are trying to have grace. There you go. Uh, okay, yeah, Simone, what's your take? So, my daughter is two, and I can honestly say if we're still out of the house at eight, then she's exhausted and we should not be going to the restaurant. Good call. What are these kids that are going to restaurants after eight? Don't these kids have bedtimes? Bedtimes? <laughs> our, our kids yeah, never, Chris. Our kids never had bedtimes. <laughs> but that's a perfect opportunity because the, the great go-to for parents is that they're tired. I love that. Yeah, yeah that kid just punched me right in the groin. Oh, it's, he's, he's just overtired. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. A way more important subject this morning. Uh, Matt came in and he's all <laughs> rattled. He's like, so the blah, blah, blah apple is actually uh, now selling the blah, blah, blah apple. And I'm... I'm I'm going, what? First of all, I had no idea there were even different types of apples. We're going to get to that. But this is huge news. After 50 plus years, the Red and Delicious Apple was the king of all apples. Stood up top, Apple Mountain. That's what you gave to your teacher. Looking down at all the peasant that's just the bright red apple. Yeah, like your classic apple. Hence the name Red. Yeah, I am colorblind. It's brown to me. But anyway, yeah, go. But this has been usurped by the Gala Apple. And Gala has taken the number one spot. For the uh, maybe 1% that I'm in, what is a gala apple? This is mind-blowing. It's a type of apple. Yeah, we get that, but what is it? <laughs> what is like- it? It's a, I don't know how to describe it. It's an apple, and it's called a gala apple, and it tastes different than a red and delicious. It's what color Why? is it? It's uh, not as red. It's more of like a, it's goes from a that greeny, reddy, yellowish hue, Uh-huh. So, and it's pretty good. I like is uh, it juicy? galas very much so. Is it sour? No. Granny Smith. Okay. Trash apple, by the way. <laughs> Garbage apple. Uh, no, don't eat Granny Smith unless you're baking with them. What did your granny ever do to you? Nothing. And okay. let's talk about Red Delicious. How was it on there for number it's 50 It's so year? good. If you get a good Red and Delicious, no, no chance. they're classic. Red Delicious tastes like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like eating Are you, okay, straight are you eating your apples you, yeah, out of the garbage? If you eat them out of the garbage, of course <laughs> no, they're no, going no, to. No, 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 like, I pick my apple out of the crisper in the fridge. It doesn't matter if that Red and Delicious is literally off the vine, it still tastes like It trash. has delicious in its name. It, yeah, well, that's a lie. I could, you know. <laughs> Wonderful Matt. We all know that's not true. <laughs> do you want to know the top five? I, be, I know you do, so I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. Okay, number one is Gala. Two, Red Delicious. Number three, Granny Smith. It's. A, I think it's a classic elementary. Granny Smith, every kid from one to six loves it. Too sour. The Great for baking, bad for eating. Okay, okay what's number four? Uh, Fuji. Acceptable. Mm-hmm. Acceptable apple. And then five is the Honeycrisp, which I give a soft four hard. What other three. apples are left? You got the Pink Lady. Oh, okay. Pink Lady, my What about personal the crab? Favorite. Where's the crab on the list? <laughs> I like the crab. Crabs are great. I like a good crab apple. Oh, crab apple pie? Never had one. Mm. 
Mm, all right. But well. everybody likes Red and Delicious. Finally, you've been somebody dethroned. Somebody just texted the best apples ever. Uh, the only kind my son will eat are the Gala apples. And again, I had no idea there were so many apples. What about the Macintosh? Is there a Macintosh? Oh, the Macintosh, yeah. another trash apple. The, well, those are the ones you get in a giant bag for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, and they all taste like meal. Okay. You want a crisp snap on your apple. <laughs> Let me and like the red delicious when Is you this bite your into passion? it. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of text coming in. Shut your mouth, Matt. Uh, grannies are the bomb. Red delicious are crap, and gala are good for eating. I had no idea anybody. I feel like oh, man. I Chris I, has no idea there was more than one type. It's of like apple. Applegate here. <laughs> you went I, to the store and like look at all those different colors of that one type of apple. I thought I thought they just kind of that you left them on the tree longer and they changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Connor McDavid of Apples has been dethroned, <laughs> apparently, right? Well, he, no, it was never Connor McDavid. It just no. got lucky. 50 years in a row was the number one selling Apple? Because it was just there. Nah. I think, <laughs> especially in like the early 80s, 70s, there probably wasn't a lot of choice when it came to Apples. Aren't Apples just always there? But like the red and delicious, like, because it was big, it's red, it's like the symbol of Apples, right? Yes. But you bite into it, it and does, you want to spit it out immediately. It does make sense. Why do we have success on the radio? Because we're here. That's why. Let's hope we're not <laughs> We're the always there. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, somebody did say that. Red and delicious are gross. I've never had one that's good all the way through. Hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter. Oh, big, little, red delicious is gross. <laughs> All I right. mean, they're mealy. Yeah. This person says, Honey Crisp and Pink Lady have a nice crisp bite to them, and Fuji ones are so good. But Macintosh and Granny Smith are on my yuck list. My only thing with Fuji's is, yeah, like as you get to the center, you can't eat it fast enough. It's going to brown a little. You're definitely an apple snob. There's no two ways about <laughs> oh, it. Right. No idea. All right, Lynn. There are a large variety of apples, but my husband in their family, they used to think that turnips used to be for the pigs. <laughs> right. But after he got to like, he, over the years, he got to like them. Uh, that's the same with You're apples. talking about turnips? Yeah, or turnips, apples, all the same. Well, I mean, you have bad taste if you like red and delicious. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's also Fuji apples, Gala apples. Good apples. Both good apples. Yeah, ambrosia. Also a Very solid good. apple. Yeah. I got honestly. I have got to go to a grocery store today because are all these things available there? Your mind is going to yeah. be blown. <laughs> yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's. Like, I I, I got to start paying more attention. <laughs> There's always been lots of apples. You look uh, at the little sticker on your apple. It says what it is, Chris. Yeah. Well, I know. I usually eat that. And it comes out in my poop. Oh. <laughs> you are like one of the pigs. That's not <laughs> red and delicious. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 817, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, talking to apples this morning. Holy cow, there's wow. a lot of passion. I didn't, you know, Matt brings up things from time to time, and you're like, oh, okay, it's just Matt. And, uh, <laughs> but man, you, yeah, you nailed this one. There is so much passion. But again, I didn't really understand because I thought there was only one kind of apple, and it was just, <laughs> it just kind of did what it did. Is it, it, it just the longer it was on the tree, the more it changed. I, you know, I never really thought about I guess I never really thought about How'd it. How'd they get that one apple so big, and this yeah. one's so green, and that one's so red? <laughs> Magic tree. This time tomorrow, we'll be uh, taste testing some apples. Matt's going to bring Matt and Jack are going to take me on an apple journey. Is that the plan? And I'm. I hope gonna, you're ready. Apples through the ages, we'll call. It. <laughs>
We might have to work on that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of good. It is kind of good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the, the which apple was it? The what apple got the, the red delicious? is dethroned as the number one apple, the, the ga- Snow White apple the, for a gala, the gala, which is a strong apple. And what color is the gala? Gala is like a green, red, yellow-ish. It's a mixture. It's yeah, like what? almost like a crab apple late in the season. I like the color. yellow. What's just a yellow There's apple? There's golden a, delicious. A big and yellow. I think that golden delicious. Yeah. A Fuji can get a little yellow. Okay, I think that must be Your mine. Macintoshes are like pet. Patchy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're like a connoisseur. There are so many texts here. This person says, um, I've been eating royal gala apples almost exclusively for years, but another gooder is the golden delicious. Red delicious is so 50 years ago. Okay. There you go. Ah, golden delicious. It reminds me too much of the red delicious. Somebody <laughs> mentioned when we haven't talked about Spartan apples. Oh, yeah. You don't see them much in stores. <laughs> no, they're But rare. when you do, it's a treat. <laughs> All right. 780-421-1039 is always the number to call. Yes, Derek? I'm pretty sure you played my brother James about 15 minutes ago. Oh, he's the apple guy, yes. Oh, he's not telling you the whole story. i got to tell you something. <laughs> Mom made the best applesauce with Macintosh apples. It was it was very good. I think it makes good applesauce. Now, other than that, it was no good. But let me just mention, I got a concussion for four months because he shot a Granny Smith apple out of his potato <laughs> gun and hit me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't play hockey for a whole season. <laughs> oh, no, no. Because of an <laughs> apple. Why on the DL? Uh, oh, I took a GF to the side of the head. Oh, yeah, it looked like I got in a grocery store at the apple aisle. <laughs> got in a fight. <laughs> and those Granny Smiths are hard. Like, at least he could have used a red and delicious that was going bad. Yeah, they're a firm <laughs> apple. Give you a... If, if my rifle broke, I'd use a Granny Smith apple to go shoot a moose. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Jack's been talking about it in trending today. Uh, WestJet and Air Canada are both going to raise the uh, price for your bags now. There was, a, there was a time when you didn't have to actually pay anything, but now you got to pay. Remember when you got two bags free? Yeah. Oof. Craziness, Amazing. right? Now it's going to go up to 30 bucks. your second bag, 50 bucks in October. Uh, frustrating for a lot of people. So it's ironic. I said, Hey, you know, we should maybe ask people, what is that one service charger fee like that, that drives you crazy? And then I couldn't think of any, I know I got, I know I got a million. As soon as we get going on this, I'll be like, Oh yeah, that one, that one, that one. What's that one in your world, Jack? Five cents for a bag for grocery shopping. Ah. I hate that. I, I get that one though. Yeah. The plastic, (laughs) the environment, like they're trying to cut down on the plastic bags. A reusable bag costs you a dollar and you can use it a million times. Whatever. But I, I spade I spaded the five cents all the time. I'm a hypocrite here. Okay. okay. What, what what's yours? I got a couple. First one, Ticketmaster. <laughs> oh yeah. They charge oh, me like yeah. six bucks convenience fee. What's right. a convenience fee, yeah. man? Yeah. Come on, pay me my. T- I just want to pay for my tickets. And I don't want to pay you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, that- and the other one is. Cell phone companies mm. and data overages. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, this gets come them good. On how much do you think it costs a cell phone company to send us the extra data? Yeah, not a lot. A point zero zero one of a cent. Right. And then I t- go a gig over, and they charge me thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's ludicrous. It just makes my blood boil. See, I don't look at those bills because I I just I've gotten to the point where I just don't. I just they get automatically paid at the end of the month because it's just be nice. Well. <laughs> You got to pay it no matter what. Yeah, but I want to bellyache oh, no, a bit. No, that's not true. You can fight it. Oh, you can oh, fight yeah. it. Captain Jack here. Oh, okay. yeah. You can always call and renegotiate. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. What is that one fee that's charged that drives you through the roof?
Edith just texted in. She says, gas stations charging you for air. Air to fill oh. your tires. I've heard a lot of those gas stations actually donate that money to charity, though. I oh, really? That would hey, be good. The Hughes over by our radio station. Free yeah. air. Free air. Matt just goes there someday. Free air. No charity <laughs> donation. I just my, my hair and I'm good. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, WestJet Air Canada raising uh, fees for your baggage, and we're asking what, uh, well, gets your baggage, so to speak, when it comes to uh, charges and rates. Yes, this person says the 75% of my power bill that is actually a service charge bugs the crap out of me. You actually look at that bill and you see the breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Like the amount of gas like Delivery use. charges and yeah, what it's does that weird. Mean? <laughs> delivery charges. This person says ice. I hate paying for ice. It used to be a bucket bag. Now it's like four. <laughs> but for the convenience and not having to fill up the ice cube tray, yeah. I'll take it. It's worth it. <laughs> this person says banks charging you to take your own money out. Mm. And they promote it. Guess what? A tax free <laughs> checking account. Yeah. Like, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I think they mean like ATMs. Yeah, like when you get charged a buck fifty or three dollars to take it out at ATMs. I don't mind the smaller amounts. <laughs> Do you are you gonna fight every <laughs> no, single no, yes. no, I agree. Like it's bad. Like some places they charge you like six bucks, but you figure that the ATM company yeah. they have to make a bit of money for hosting all that cash and that convenience. I think the bank should just pay them and say thank you for giving our customers <laughs> their money. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. You got a take? Not too bad. Thanks. Um, you're talking about service fees that drive you mad? Yeah. Um, so I I don't like service fees at all from service fees at the bank to, like Matt said, Ticketmaster and whatnot. But one thing that really yanks my chain is uh, parking at hospitals. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, like I, I, I work in the oil field. I've been blessed to make a good living. And so it doesn't really bother me. But there's people in there that can't even afford the time off work and they got a sick kid. Yeah. Never mind the fact they got to pay a huge amount of money to park. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like like I said, I'm involved in the oil patch and I know what we pay. Our company pays in royalty fees and things like that. And I'm, I'm actually quite disgusted that here in Alberta, with all the wealth and resources, you know, agriculturally speaking and, you know, um, you know chemically speaking in terms of oil and gas, that... Um, you know, people have to pay such steep fees to park at a yeah. hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got me. That, that's kids. 100%. Yeah. But to right? be fair, you go down to the States, you got to worry about parking, and then you got to worry about that $200,000 bill for whatever happened in uh, the hospital. But at least the parking's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I will tell you this, because I've seen my T4, I, I, I feel like I pay for my health care. Yeah. So, uh, you, absolutely. You're 100%, absolutely you're 100% right. right. I believe the only people that should get charged for parking at a hospital are those that are actually having babies. Because yep. that's one of the only that's good... That's a happy time. That's the only yeah. good thing that comes out of that. But come on! There goes Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.